and hello everyone welcome back to the sons of liberty podcast you missed us i know you missed us don't prove yeah. me wrong or i will be very sad and someone will die i don't think don't they missed us no they definitely missed us they definitely they missed did. us yeah, 100%. I think they can live without us. 120%. No, if we were to disappear, so would the very foundation of logic and reason. Dude, we, we have the logic. Republican Party would just disappear. Facts that without feelings. Wait, what about your Libertarian Party? Uh, libertarian uh, is just re- Republican, but better. Anyways, uh, let, let's start things off right. with... Uh, the weekly Joe Biden slam. Joe uh, Biden. Joe Biden. This one's going to be Biden. a little long because uh, J- Joe Biden kind of fucked up a lot again. Uh, Sonny, can you uh, press <laughs> control Z? It's been so long, I don't think I can. Uh, what does is, what is control press Z do con- again? Control Z harder. Yeah, there you go. There you, there you go. Ah, all right. Let's start with the <laughs> weekly Joe Biden slam, boys. It's probably going to be most of the episode, so buckle in for some elder abuse with well, this, uh, this is all the episodes. First topic, uh, Kaika, go. So uh, this week was a particularly bad week for Joe Biden. Let's just what say he it? had. Um, how do I how do I put this uh, age appropriately? He had an anal issue this week, unfortunately. He get fucking ass. Wait, what? No, he, he did not get um, or at least I, no one knows if he got you know. I thought fucking pr- ass. I, I thought Pride Month was in June. Yeah, it is <laughs> in then, June. But then maybe that, that stupid fucking LGBT History Month is in October. It's November. There's no excuse. Maybe he's so old he forgot what month it is currently. Oh, that's actually very okay. Okay, thing. Let, let's stop. Let's stop dancing yeah. around it with. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, what actually happened? So Joe Biden, um, he met the Pope, all right. So he went to the Vatican. He met Vatican, excuse me. He uh-huh. met the Pope, and um, let's just say there are, there are rumors that he shit his pants. The fuck? Yeah. Are you serious? So, so apparently, and I'll describe what the the rumor is, and I'll quote them. So Joe Biden visited the Pope, and there it was an unusually long meeting because of an apparent quote bathroom accident. Which basically means he shit the pants. Damn. Yeah, Damn. And then after that, after that started spreading around, um, Poopy Pants Biden, the hashtag, was trending on Twitter, which I find funny. Yo, Poopy Pants is, is, Is that actually the hashtag? Yeah, literally. Poopy uh, head, Poopy Pants. The funny thing is, like, this rumor is not like, uh, it's not like an underground rumor. This is spreading throughout Rome, okay? Yeah, so I, I, I just find that very funny. That is funny. He's making our country look more like a joke than the fucking orange. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, like, the Pope being treated like a joke with how Christianity is right now in the West. I, I don't know. That, <laughs> binge? Well, this Pope is a joke Grace? and so is our president. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, how to feel about it, but what I do know is that it's not about it's not about disrespecting the Pope. It's that Biden had another Biden moment, and that's just damn. No, I'm yeah. I'm here to disrespect Pope because this I hate this Pope very much. So that's uh, a fair uh, that's a fair critique. He's not yeah. very uh, 
he doesn't really hold up his values very much. So. Yeah, he accepts gay people even though, like, it's against his own words and his the own book he preaches. But whatever. I think the biggest issue is he's not firm on abortion. Like yeah, that too. I think that's a pretty uh, oh, easy yeah. topic to Wait. be firm on. Um, didn't wasn't there like this huge drama in Christian communities in America and in Europe that Joe Biden uh, wasn't actually Christian, or no, he was actually Catholic. Yeah. Uh, cause cause he like outwardly supported abortion, and a bunch of lefties who were you know Christians, which let's be fair, it doesn't overlap a whole lot, but it does sometimes and people who were they were like they were they were stuck between a rock and a hard place they were basically like uh supporting abortion is christian actually uh bro i hate these modern like religious people because they're like so leftist it's just so stupid especially catholics yeah yeah definitely but you know what's funny about this it's funny that you mentioned this uh sonny so apparently when biden uh met the pope I'm quoting him. This is what Biden said. Biden told him that, or the, the Pope told Biden that he should, quote, keep receiving communion, um, for you know, even though he has conflicting beliefs with the Catholic Church, which is the abortion issue and, the, you know, the gay people issue. Right. So, um. The, the gay people issue. <laughs> gay people so, I, you know, so wrong. But, like, you Those get what I'm saying. gay people, the issues. Uh, the, the, the issue that the Catholic Church has with gay people. That's the better way of putting it. Excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, uh. And Down pe- bad. Yeah, so people are wondering, like, you know, did, did the Pope really say this? I think the Pope did. I, I, I surely do. But, um, yeah. That's just Fuck one the area. Pope. Fuck the Pope. Yeah, I mean, not a very, uh, not a guy that really upholds his values, which is, you know, people go to the church to, to, you know, to, to, um, to make sure their, their beliefs are, are valid to, you know, get questions yeah. answered. And when they can't, you know, even answer a simple question, it's, it's kind of tough to take the, the current Pope as a legitimate figure. Yeah. He's not anyways. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, basically the only reason why he has any power at all. And this kind of goes for the entirety of uh, uh, the, you know, the Catholic Church, but also just all churches in general, is basically that people believe in what they say, and so it's it's unlike the power of like a government or a corporation, uh, mm-hmm. where essentially the belief is uh, the uh, the product that is being sold. You could think of it like that. Um, and so, if they are unbelievable, or less believable, and less trustworthy as public figures, that kind of directly goes into their worth as public figures. It's a very unique, I'm going to say industry, because that's kind of what it is when you think about it. I mean, Definitely. how can churches maintain themselves? Because everybody desperately believes what the church says because of tradition or because of uh you know spirituality or just because they think it sounds nice or whatever and some people genuinely want questions answered so it's it's right it's very yeah. unfortunate to see the church not you know yeah no that that, that 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 i mean yes it's cringe but like it will only hurt them so i'm not right. really you know i'm not really worried because i I'm, I'm i'm a cool i'm a cool atheist 
There, there is no God. God is dead and we killed him. We're all going to die alone in the vast void of eternal nothingness. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Mm. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next uh, uh, Biden moment. Bro, honestly, I feel, like, I feel like being uh, an atheist is just so, sort of signing away to uh, the fact that you will be depressed at least once. <laughs> at least once. Everyone's depressed once in a while. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. so that was uh well, the incident with the Pope. There there was another incident, but not what? with the Pope. Yes. No. So you know like the the summit for climate change that happened this week? Yeah. Alright, so uh, so apparently Biden was talking to the D- Duchess of Cornwall, right? Her name is Kamala Parker Bowles. I'm sorry if oh I'm mispronouncing God, it. Kamala Another yeah. one? Okay. Anyways, uh, he was talking to this woman, or sorry, to the the Duchess, and um, Biden allegedly let out a, quote, a long fart. And oh. the dude, the Duchess of Cornwall, quote, hasn't stopped talking about it. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, uh, the, uh, the leader of the free world, everybody. <laughs> I mean, look, I get that on some level it's, like, it's uncontrollable, right? It's just, like, part of being uh, you know, Bro, a human being. But, like, the thing is, right, the only reason why this happened and why it's so public, it's not because, oh, Joe Biden farted her funny. It's because he's, like, so old that his body is, his body is starting to fall apart. <laughs> and he shit the bed, apparently, last week, so it's, you know, so, it's you know impeccable like, timing. Yeah, right? Well, by the way... Speaking of Joe Biden's health, so in the same event where Joe Biden allegedly had a quote long fart, mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. Joe Biden fell asleep during the climate change <laughs> summit in the middle of the crowd after saying, "After this is important," he fell asleep after saying the world should quote wake up to climate change. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joe, you should really follow your own advice. <laughs> we live in cloud world. Bro, get this man a fucking pillow. Bro, bro, remember when, like, everyone was making the jokes, like, before the election happened, about Sleepy Joe? Man, Sleepy Joe. It's just too good. It's too good. And the best part is, he had to be woken up right before (laughs) the speech was ending so he could clap with everyone else. (laughs) Again, bro, his body is just falling apart. It's horrible, man. Like... Is, is this really how we want other nations to see us? As Ma'am? the old, decaying career politician that is Joe Biden. Is that really want, what we want uh, to be representing us? Yeah, that's... Uh, Damn. You know, everyone was talking about Donald Trump and his health problems, right? Because Donald Trump is not a, a very fit person. Let's well, put yeah. it like that. And, and, you know, he did get COVID. Yes. So, you know, that happened. And that, that was definitely something to consider. But, you know, I think there's a stark difference between, you know, getting COVID during a pandemic and uh, sh- shitting yourself in front of the Pope, possibly doing it again, and then just straight up, just straight up, just falling asleep, just falling asleep at a uh, climate change uh, wake-up call. So yeah. that, that 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 is, oof, ooh, that's bad. 
Uh-uh. That is, like... There's some irony in, in that, you oh, know? Oh, it's all irony. It's all irony. We've been calling him Sleepy Joe since the very beginning, but, like... Yeah, he's Ooh. just proving our points. Right? And, and the point... Okay, the, there, there's also a greater point to all of this, right? Remember when leftists were saying, oh, Trump is mentally unfit to take office. He should resign. The 13th... Or, excuse me, the... Uh, I forgot which amendment should be invoked so he could be removed from office and Mike Pence even though he was more conservative than Trump, should take office, right? Um, yeah. It, it's quite ironic, and it actually shows the media's bias towards one side of the political spectrum. I think this actually solidifies it. I mean, um, like, like you need that out of everything else to solidify it for you, but whatever. No, but I think because Biden and Trump, they're such a... They're common figures, right? Everyone mm -hmm. knows who they are. Yeah. It's a very uh, common... Uh, um, not idea, but uh, a, com a very common example to draw from. So I think everyone's being exposed to that now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if it'll, it'll actually change, but you know. Well, you know, I, th I think another thing is, um, and this is just a problem with the United States in general. This isn't a political thing. Well, I mean, it is a political thing, but it's not a partisan thing. And it's that um, you have to be at least 35 to be president. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't know if that's that was a good call. I, I mean, maybe it was back then, but here's the thing, right? Yes, as technology advances, people are going to be able to live longer. But on some level, your physical prime is still going to probably be in the first, like, you know, your 20s. When you're in your 20s, you are arguably the most mentally and physically sound. Now, I'm talking more late 20s because if you're like 22 or 21 or whatever, you're probably still going to be a little stupid. You're still going to be a little bit of a kid. But if you're like 26, 25, 27, you're at, you're at your prime. You're at your peak. And ideally, we would have people like that as president. Not fucking skeletons <laughs> I, I don't know I feel like this whole like this weird puppet charade of these two political parties uh, like propping up corpses to debate each other while they're like barely being held together and just saying keep that heart beating keep him in office it's like why can't we have a president that is actually competent and will live long enough to see the end of his term. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like that's like like a basic thing. And that would only be encouraged by reducing the uh, age limit to be president of the United States. I mean, look, 35 isn't bad, but it's the minimum. And so there's no maximum. So you can just have these like absolute like I don't know. You can, you kind of get my point, but it's just like yeah, wow. Yeah, I I also agree with you, Chow. Though, and I'm a strict constitutionalist, but yeah, I, I think I'm that sure. um, I think the refile was the good. It was a good call at the time. Bad call right now. I yeah. think it should be reduced to twenty five. Twenty five is reasonable. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, uh, I think that's uh, that's a bit too low though. Well, okay, I think thirty. I'll meet you in the middle. Thirty. Cause then again, like twenty five, your brain just finished developing. You still want, you still need new information. 
some people are still in college. You know, you still have to learn more about the government, how it works, how, you know, the networking works. It, you still need to learn a lot. Right, but remember, Horda, uh, fuck, uh, Sunny, right, but, but remember, Sunny, this is just a minimum, right? So it doesn't have to be, um, like, every, every president just starts joining, uh, from 25. But the thing is, 25 makes sense because this is scientifically proven cutoff point at where the brain fully develops before 25 doesn't make sense because you're still an immature person but 30 while not bad again like 35 it's definitely better but it's still sort of it lacks that late 20s uh gate of opportunity where most people arguably get the most out of their lives the, the most, the hardest grind, the most work. And as for people learning and, you know, a, a acquiring life skills, that's what the early 20s are for, right? And that's what, you know, uh, adolescence and arguably even the later parts of childhood. These are all parts for developing character, but once you're 25, your character's mostly done. I mean, not forever obviously you'll still grow as a person but i'm just saying like 25 i feel like makes a lot more sense than 30 but both are way better than 35 definitely I, let me put this in perspective for you guys mm. so there's this uh youtuber who uh he game popularized recently that he said he went in an interview and he said he wants to run for president when he turns 35 now let's say uh let's move it to your 25 year old you know, thing he can actually run right now since he is twenty six. Yeah. Would you want Logan Paul to be your president? Well, I mean, if he wins the election fair and square. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Like, like if the democratic pro uh, process is that uh fucking like brain dead to where they would elect Logan Paul as the president of the United States. Uh, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't have a problem with it. But like, I mean, I I would disagree. Like him to run. For president, like, I mean, yeah. look, I wouldn't like Hillary Clinton to run for president because I think she's a fucking slime bag. But but at least she's more mature. Control. Do you think that? No, no I, I honestly think Logan Paul has more maturity than Hillary Clinton. I like, I don't think so. Because everything I really don't she think says so. is fake. She doesn't have to actually grow herself as a person because she can just spat out like pre-recorded lines and just. She's that. already grew as a person. If you think about it, she's at the age where she already grew. Logan Paul's still growing as a person. She, I don't know if she... Look, I'll, this is what Hillary Clinton doesn't have on Logan Paul. Hillary Clinton has not grown out from her mistakes, alright? Hillary Clinton has done a lot of fucking mistakes, right? She, did, she, she had the Benghazi situation. She had the Hillary Clinton Foundation taking funds from foreign governments. And don't and forget not the reporting emails. Them. Yeah, she deleted almost 40,000 emails Was without 30, any repercussions. 30,000, whatever. But the point is, she's made many mistakes, but she hasn't learned from any of them. At least Logan Paul. To. Yeah, at least Logan fucking Paul, right? Biggest mistake, the Japanese forced. Right. He's learned from that. He okay? has. He's still that kind of a douche, but he's better now. He's much better. And that kind of personal growth happened within the earlier half of his 20s. Now... He's in his later half, and he's more mature. Yes, he's still kind of an idiot. I wouldn't want him as my president, but I wouldn't be against him running. Definitely. 
But, okay, how I'm thinking like this is, like, I would not want people like him to run or try to run our country. Because I feel like they're just immature. They make too many mistakes. Because at that age, you're trying, you're making all these mistakes. So in your 30s, you learn from those mistakes and you've learned and you're mature. That's what I'm trying to get. Because, like, in your 20s, that's what you do. Like, you make all these mistakes to learn from. Well, I don't know. Okay. I feel like that could be said against any politician. But But whatever. Look. The hypothetical best age minimum, arguably, or maximum for the president is kind of irrelevant. We don't need to know the specifics, but what we do need to know is that someone like Joe Biden, who is barely keeping himself together, doesn't become the norm. That is true. That, that's, that's the worst possible outcome. We do not want that. That would be bad. We are treading dangerously... Into presidents over 70 years of age and older. Yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, even Trump, uh, it, he's, he's kind of old. I mean, he's not, like, yeah. falling apart at the seams, flesh dropping from his, from his forearm, but he's definitely not young. He's not in his prime. He's lived a life of McDonald's ads and sponsorships and the rich, lavish lifestyle, and it's taken a toll on his body and arguably his mind. Look, if uh, there's definitely a lot of good things to say about Trump, I'd argue. A lot more than most people on the left or even just the center would give him credit for. But he's just not the ideal candidate for this country. But Biden is way worse. I don't think we should be shooting for either of these kind of uh, age ranges for the presidency because it directly impairs with their judgment. But anyways, uh, let's go back to uh, the other things we have about Biden tonight because I'm sure there are a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we talked about poofy pants, both situations. Mm-hmm. We talked about his crumbling health. Yeah. Now we have to talk about the infrastructure bill. Now. Huh? Oh, oh, right. The infrastructure bill from 18? 18. Was it 18 or 19? Oh, I don't even remember. It, but the it, point it, is. It was a couple episodes ago. Go watch yeah. those. It'll be linked to the cards. And if it's not, someone dies today. <laughs> wow, wow. Whoa, are you killing things? Yes. Wow, funny yes, obvious. Yes, yes. Anyways, uh so the if you don't know, there's a one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill that is presented at face value in, in 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 Congress. Now the issue is it's not a it's not really a one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill. It's more like around three trillion tr- three trillion dollars. Oh some great. estimates put it Yeah, some estimates put it at two point seven trillion um, the point is the government is uh, using, you know, loopholes to make it seem smaller in size. Damn. Yeah. And so that infrastructure bill, it was, it was dubbed the bipartisan infrastructure bill. It passed the Senate a while ago. All right. It's been a couple months. Now, what it hasn't passed through is the House. And that's because progressives in the House, they demand that the $3.5 trillion bill, remember we talked about that a while ago. Ah, Yes. The purity spiral and the endless infighting. Right. Yes. They demanded. They demanded the three point five trillion dollar bill 
be passed in coordination with the $1.2 trillion bill, which is never going to happen. Right. Well, of course, uh, you know, uh, we, we discussed before that their dream is actually the $5.5 trillion bill. No, that's the $3.5 trillion bill is actually estimated to be $5.5 trillion. Oh, those are the same thing. Okay, yeah, but like... Yeah. But, but you know, th- th- that's what it'll end up costing because they have uh, absolutely uh, no uh, perspective or understanding of what money is. But, you know, that's regardless, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, right, so the bipartisan infrastructure... Bipartisan, in air quotes, infrastructure bill passed in... To be fair, it passed the, the Senate a while ago and Senate. it passed the House. It did? Okay. Okay. Yes, and it was signed into law. Oh, Oh, great. Awesome. And you will not believe how it passed. How did it pass? It passed with 13 Republicans voting for it. What? Yes. And, it, the, dude, let me explain to you something. Rigged. If no Republicans voted for the bill, this thing could have died. All right? But and it could have died because the squad, like AOC, Cory Bush, Richard Tlaib, those type of people, the progressives... They were not going to vote it for any circumstance. And they didn't vote for it. Six Democrats voted against it, and they were all the, the progressives. But the Republicans, you know, they're like, you know what? Maybe we should give Joe Biden a win. And that's what they did. Mm, I love giving Biden a win. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Because his approval rating. Well, not only our future. This is actually... A the Republicans are going to take take back the House in 2022. This is a surefire uh, um, uh, flare, right? But it's going to fuck up our future. So it, it doesn't even help because Biden's approval ratings are 38% right now. You know, only 38% of the country approves of him right now. Yes. Uh, Trump, what was Trump's at the time? Uh, I think it was like in the same range. But you have to understand with Republicans, you kind of have to give them like plus five points in most general polls wait 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 wait. hold on hold on uh my my brain just like uh did a blue screen did you just say that 13 republicans voted for the bill yep what (laughs) what yep friendly fire hello (laughs) they basically gave joe biden a small win but as we know when you put more money into the economy that's not needed um, this actually creates more inflation, not less. And so, because that's literally what inflation means, lol. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Biden's like, you know what? Inflation, it's transitory, even though it's been going on for like a year at this point. Yeah. It's transitory, guys. Yeah, of course, because uh, Joe Biden is uh, an economic master. I bet he Dude. passed uh, Economics 101 with at least a C. You know what's crazy? AO- AOC has a degree in economics. Yo, wait, wait actually yeah that's her that's her degree from college and and yet she's a socialist yes uh what <laughs> yep i huh really yep okay so how does she's that work dumb. out so basically she's dumb dumb okay so i'm assuming that basically she took the economics degree because she was a socialist and she basically wanted to use her degree to validate socialism in the minds of skeptics. Exactly. That's, um... 
I mean, I respect the grind, I guess, but <laughs> the grind. When you're that like, uh, I don't know, ideologically possessed, when you're that like focused on uh, getting your ideas to work by literally lying about the validation requirements in order to prove it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for me personally, that's kind of the actions of a fraud, a fraud that should not be listened to or trusted. But you know, that's just that's just me, I guess. That's just me, I guess. No, yeah, you know, I want I want to hear the socialist. I want to hear the socialist uh, lecture to me about economics. Yes, <laughs> I I, I, I want them to tell me how socialism is actually the uh, final solution for humanity and not the bad. Uh, uh, German kind. Yeah, let's talk about the Jewish, uh, the Jewish problem while we're at it. Uh, it's just, well, I mean, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's obviously just, you know, one funny little thing where, you know, they're like, Marx is the best and he was, like, so great and comparing him to Hitler is, like, totally false. <laughs> and then you bring up the Jewish question and they're just like, uh, yeah. that, that, that wasn't Marx or, uh, yeah, Marx wrote it and he's totally right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they also hate Israel for whatever reason. Bro, either way you spin it, you're just like, you're either left being completely oblivious or just kind of a terrible person. Yeah. And obviously, I like to believe that they're like oblivious, right? I don't, I don't like believing that people are naturally this just like terrible. Um, that you know, you know they basically support what the Nazis did, and at the same time call everyone they dislike Nazis, but. I know it's not impossible, so, you know. Anyways, th that's more general stuff. Let's get more back into the specifics with the boomer sitting in the White House. What's, what else is going on? All right, so this is the final piece about Joe Biden this week, and it is about the uh, the job report that was recently announced. Uh -huh. So, uh, you know, for a long time, jobs numbers, they've been always reaching under the expectations, right? Right. And that's probably due to the fact that the federal government keeps on paying people to stay home, right? Not to mention that's the a... fact that they literally locked down the economy for a little under two years. Yeah. And we're still so, not really totally out. Right. This uh, this this past month, the federal unemployment benefits were, were taken away, right? You can't get them no longer. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Interestingly enough, job uh, creation was, it actually surpassed estimations. And Joe Biden is out there just saying, man, my economic policy, it's so amazing. I told you guys, inflation is transitory. We're going to get through this. Rising stocks, even though they're like, oh, no, stock's bad. Re um, you know, they're also saying my COVID policy is just making people want to go to work, which is why the economy's booming right now. <laughs> even though... God. Even though less than a hundred thousand jobs were uh, above expectations, which is you know not a lot when you Oof. compare it to the grand scheme of things, because it's like I think the job report for like the past year has been off by almost a million jobs when you add it subsequently together. So um you know just just amazing things here in this. Uh, oh in this yeah, year. no, just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean I feel like we have to give thanks to like people like jeff bezos who was shitted on for being rich and like not you know being taxed as much as we right. are yeah yeah 
But he's the one putting food on your guys' tables, so go fuck yourself. Although I will say one thing about uh, Jeff Bezos, I will say. This is just sort of like rich people squabbles, and so I don't entirely care all that much. But it is kind of important to, like, say. And this doesn't sound entirely political at first, but just hear me out. Um, you know that, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, took a ride... Uh, to space that one time, and, like, everyone was mm-hmm. talking about, like, how the rocket kind of looked like a dick or something. <laughs> Phalanx-shaped? Yeah, and, like, that was the only, like, discussion being had, which is very disappointing for the human race. More importantly, though, about, uh, than all of this is, uh, apparently Amazon and Jeff Bezos have been trying to compete with Elon Musk. For a while, yes. Well, right, but specifically in uh, universal Wi-Fi. Uh, the, 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 it's, it's sort of a new market that Elon Musk essentially created. Or he didn't create it, but he's he's definitely like leading the charge here. Uh, yeah. With uh, his uh, program called Starlink. And so mm-hmm. basically, uh, Elon Musk has a bunch of uh, SpaceX satellites that he's putting in orbit. Right now he's in Gen 1. And he's working on Gen 2. Gen 2 is going to make it so much better. But the important part is, uh, if no matter where you are, anywhere in the world, if you pay $99 a month for Starlink, you can get service. And it's pretty incredible. It's what, um, you know, cell providers have been dreaming of for the longest time. But because Elon also owns SpaceX, he can totally do it. And they're using a whole, uh, whole new types of rockets uh, and efficient technology to get all the Gen 2 satellites into space. It's being rolled out basically right now, and it's awesome. It's really, really awesome. This is the future. Yeah, and one thing to note here, you know how leftists like to shit on Elon Musk for his wealth because he's worth... Upwards yeah. to three hundred billion dollars. They hate him because they're envious, because they because right. they're jealous. But he could only accomplish Starlink because of his wealth. Right. That's he, the that's the crazy part. He actively went out of his way to make the world better with his wealth, just like so many others did. Uh, remember Bill Gates? Yeah. Do you remember the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Yes. Yeah, they did some really, really, really good things, and they would only they were only able to do those the good things because of their wealth. But anyways, back to Starlink. Um, so yeah, Jeff Bezos is trying to, uh, and Amazon are trying to compete with a similar service, uh, but they're not as good as Elon at it, and so instead of actually performing their own uh, system, which isn't even out yet. But, you know, they're planning on it, right? Instead of mm-hmm. performing their own product and improving on it, uh, they chose to specifically go out of their way to put legal troubles and barriers in front of Elon and Skylink. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, essentially, yes, it's just billionaire squabbles, but it's really disappointing because... For a long time, I kind of felt like the hate against Jeff Bezos was literally just because he was rich. But at this point, you know, Elon Musk is actually, like, going out of his way to, like, providing the service that, uh, you know, is really going to help a lot of people who don't have easy access to cell towers or uh, cell plans. And it's going to give cell plans really good competition. 
anywhere in the world. This is, like, all really good stuff. And, and then Jeff Bezos is low-key kind of ruining it through legal uh, asterisks so that uh, Starlink Gen 2 can't launch uh, as fast so that he can uh, launch his competing product. It's really right. sad, and it's... While it is uh, completely uh, uh, at the hands of Amazon that uh, Amazon is doing this, they're only able to do this because of the government. It's it's legal troubles. It's copyright. It's um, the abuse of the concept of intellectual property that we see so much in the 21st century. Uh, and it's only possible because of the government and because of inefficient laws and uh, regulations. Right. When you go deep enough, you end up finding that the government's hands are everywhere and that that's usually not a good thing. Uh, speaking of uh, government hands not being where they should be and that usually not being a good thing, let's talk more about Joe Biden. Is there anything else? That was the last uh, topic of Joe Biden. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, yeah. now, now I look like an idiot, don't I? Yeah, we're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse and his trial. So uh, I'm going to provide some context because Kyle Rittenhouse is, I, I would say he's been in the news uh, in the past, but, you know, people probably forgot about him. Yeah. So if you don't know, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is a, is a guy, um, and he went to Kenosha, Wisconsin during all the riots to go and protect a business with, uh, with uh, actual firearms. And BLM slash Atifa, they started to run at Kyle Rittenhouse some had guns, they pointed at Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse shot them and killed some people. And the yeah. prosecution uh, in, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, are, are alleging that Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, shot these people without any merit or warrant. Right, it's bullshit. That was total self-defense. Yes. Yeah, it was. And the, the point I'm trying to make here is, it's a very clear and obvious uh, uh, um, contention for self-defense, and it seems like Oh, the prosecution is just using this case to to kick off more Antifa slash BLM riots to occur Great. In, uh, in, in the country. Just what we needed. They're trying to turn this into a race issue when it clearly was not. And um, let, let's actually, you know, uh, let, let's point to the prosecution and how, how horrible their actual case is against Runhouse. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play a clip on screen. Hollow point bullets are designed to hit the animal that they're being shot at, let's say a deer, for example, and explode inside that body, correct? No, I don't I don't think so. I, 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 when you say explode, are you saying expand or explode? Because there are such things as exploding bullets. Sure. Let me let me rephrase. Oh what? that's are they stupid? Yeah. I mean clearly. And and the the like Kyle Rittenhouse when he was asked the question did you use hollow point uh, uh, bullets and what are they? Did they explode upon impact? And Kyle Rittenhouse was like, "Bro, what? You're down bad." And then the judge was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're you're pretty down bad. I don't know what you're asking him." R slash yeah. murdered by words. <laughs> and it gets worse for the prosecution. All right. I like how the judge is just like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> right. So the judge he gets fed up with the prosecution. Yeah. He starts yelling at the actual fucking prosecution. Damn. So no? uh, I'll highlight the clip. Based judge, hello? Why would you think that that made it okay for you without any advance notice to bring this matter before the jury? 
You are already, you were, I, I was astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay, I do have one thing to say about this, this thing. Um, it's funny. <laughs> It, it, it is, it is, it is very funny watching this, like, unfold. Because, like, I get that the judge is just, like, totally just done with this guy's bullshit. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, just totally not getting it and reading into things that I really shouldn't. But, the judge just sounds so, I don't know. Like, have you guys ever seen the fucking, like, crying soy Wojak? <laughs> Oh my fucking gosh. Th th that looks like how he sounded in that whole exchange. The only difference being he was totally right. The, the judge. So, like, it it's weird because, like, he was totally going off on him, but it, it just felt super, I don't know, immature, I guess. But but he was totally right. He was totally right that this, uh, this, um,. You know, his lawyer was um, totally out of his reach. I just totally, I just, I feel like he could have gone uh, in a much better way of explaining that in a much more calm demeanor than just sort of, I don't know, audibly crying at him, which is right. kind of what it sounded like. So I think, let me explain to you, right? I think this is where the judge is coming from. And he's coming from the position that he believes that this case is kind of a, a phony trial. And, you know, this is, I think, the sixth day of just interrogation, of just questioning, of just... Wait, just testification. wait, it's the sixth day? Yeah. And they go on for hours, all right? Oh. So, oh, I think he's really, really tired. Really tired of this. Okay. I understand now. I feel like anyone would be like that if uh, if you had to listen to hours upon hours that shit for six days. That's a week. That's yeah. a week. I would no. not want to listen to that guy with his uh, this poker face and his like pre-recorded lines head ass like spit lies at me for six days. Nuh uh uh-uh, nah. Yeah, I think his position's pretty reasonable. But I, I, I honestly, I, I'd be just as pissed. Yeah, I would. Anyways, I would said more curse words than that. Um, if I was judge, but yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, so let's talk about Rittenhouse, right? The guy that's uh, centered around this trial. So, um, the the prosecution asked uh, Rittenhouse. He was on the the stand. Um, they asked him to recount his experience of shooting um, the, the individuals and killing some people. And he was 17 years old at the time. He's 18 currently now. And he breaks into tears. And there were... <laughs> there were three people right there.
So, like, this is honestly a very fucked experience for him because he's yeah. reliving a traumatic experience of people holding guns to him. And trust people, a lot of people say, oh, I can take a life. I can take a life. It's not easy to take someone's life. It's it's, it's really it's not. not. I mean, and it's, it's that not That life will always harm not... you. Okay. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, it's not with the exception of, like, I guess, like, sociopaths or psychopaths or whatever. Yeah. But most people, the 99.9 percentile of people will be essentially deeply crushed and horrified by killing someone, especially if it's their first time. Because yeah. the effects of killing someone on the human psyche are, you know, biologically selected for. So that we don't just all kill ourselves and go extinct. Not to mention the fact that, you know, the grief that it causes to, you know, the person who was, you know, the person who dies, families... And those connections, it's a very deeply human thing to receive trauma from killing someone. And I feel like, in a similar way to how, how, how you have to be kind of, like, sociopathic or psychopathic to not really care if you kill someone, I feel like you have to be arguably equally psychopathic to not empathize with someone who is going through that trauma. I mean, he was like 17 when he oh, killed somebody, yeah, no, right? Quite literally yeah. a minor, yeah. Yeah, it's a minor, yeah. so that's even worse. That's even worse. Is he being trialed as a minor, or is he... I'm pretty sure he's being tried as an adult, but I, I may be wrong. It just, usually when you're a minor, at 17, 16 years old, and you're being tried for murder usually are being tried as an adult that's usually what happens um but yeah really fucked up shit in that trial happening yeah no, right now. i don't think I it's mean, really fucked whole up waste of time i mean props for the judge for allowing kyle to have a break and take a breather so he can actually form his thoughts yeah that, and, that was know. no you know what i gotta say based judge well it's not only that he's like okay I don't want to say that he's based because that implies he has a bias. It's very well, no, obvious, I, no, right? I mean, like, he's based in his principles. His principles yes. of if someone is going through trauma and is, you know, is reliving that trauma and is, is you know, struggling to, you know, cope with it, to give them a break, to give them the space they need to, you know, uh, you know, take it in and process what they're going to say. That is based, not because they uh, have an opinion that I agree with. It's because they have good moral principles. Based on Definitely. what? Based on humanity. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anyways, no, I, I, get, I get that based is kind of like a meme term, and this is no joke. So, you know. I, I, I just, you know, I'm not very well-equipped to deal with things like this. You know, this is a very serious situation. If Democrats really just wanted a systemic racism case again, they could just set out right. I don't know why they need this trial. This is obviously not necessary or required. This is just putting the guy through more trauma. Maybe what that's what they want. Perhaps. I mean, but it's kind of fucked to do that to a I mean, guy as young as him. 
do, do we seriously need to bring up the case of what happened when a minor, I, I think he was like legit, like, I don't know if he was 17 or if he was 16, but still, it was something young, but not terribly young. So definitely still a minor, but you know, whatever. Uh, there was the kid who made the gif of Donald Trump suplexing CNN, who was then uh, doxxed and harassed by Antifa uh, on behalf of CNN, I believe. Uh, and, you know, that whole thing, nobody ever brings it up ever again because uh, it was the left in the wrong. And uh, in the mainstream media, the left is never wrong because the left is marching towards utopia. You want to know something interesting? Hmm. So the prosecutor, and this is actually quite funny because um, we, we made a video about this in high school debunking that uh, video games lead to violence. Anyways, the prosecution was trying to make a connection that because Kyle Rittenhouse occasionally played Call of Duty, that contributed to his uh, the violence he took to you know, um, kill all these people. Yeah, three sixteen no scopes really yeah. led him to murder people in real life. Exactly, Mustang. Bro, yeah, I got to be scared of Allier. <laughs> don't don't make be scared of the me. intro, dude. Bro, I don't know, man. Ninja, <laughs> ninja, bro. Do you do you think he doesn't have shurikens? That he don't got no katanas. That he's, he's gonna do. He's gonna crank nineties on me. Hey, bro, he's gonna be scared. Nineties on me, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that that was that was yeah, the that's the trial. I mean, that's the trial, and it's you know it's really hard not to feel just so bad for him. Right, and there's obviously more things in the trial. I haven't gone through all of the trial, um, but eventually I will, and we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, may maybe we'll uh, revisit this topic for uh Oh, yeah, we definitely will, because yeah, we need to look at yeah. the leftist response to the... Oh, um, oh, yeah. To yeah. him being acquitted, yeah, so... I mean, you know. you'll get it in, uh, in, like, five weeks, you know, next decided Five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, ten it weeks... Could... Legitimately, months, this could take ten years. Another six months, no joke. Yeah. Well, well that'll be when our next episode will be. Yeah, and, we'll be ready. Yeah, it, it depends on the jury, of course. But okay. We'll see. So, uh, that that whole thing was situation with Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, trial. Now, yeah. let's talk about. Uh, we've we've already discussed the situation with Starlink, uh, as it relates to Elon Musk, but there's another situation with our old buddy. Our old SpaceX uh, crypto killing buddy, uh, Elon, Elon, uh, and his situation with taxes, yeah, the ultimate form of theft taxes. that no one ever likes to acknowledge. You have to so, pay it, you have to get it right, or jail for you. It's not like they could tell us, you know, what we owe. Right. Only God, if that was God thing. forbid. God forbid. But, but Elon actually likes paying his taxes, right? He's a big advocate for taxation. Wait, what? Um, yes. I... So, let me explain to you. So I he's disagree a... with Elon Musk. <laughs> Therefore, I can't like him anymore. Okay, you know what? Okay, Starlink is uh, shit, and I support Jeff Bezos' alternative. I think that, <laughs> ultimately, I, th I feel like competition in the market is a very good thing, and that we should be encouraging it, and that, you know, maybe... Uh, trademarking the word sky is a very reasonable uh, approach to um 
dealing with competition. You know, maybe just whichever business can survive the legal onslaught deserves to exist. And, you know, maybe it should be uh, Bezos. Maybe it should be Amazon. Maybe it should be, it should be only company. Amazon. Maybe. You see New World? Come on. Brave New World brought to you by Amazon? Oh, that's... that's they were sponsored? That's the good future. Yo, sponsors, Joe. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, I'll, Daddy I'll, uh, Bezos, come on. I'll, uh, I'll, right. I'll stop kicking. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I do not agree with that, uh, Elon. I, but, Bad take. okay. So he actually doesn't like unrealized taxation. All right. He doesn't what like does that it, mean? but, uh, basically, you know how you earn money, or not, you, you passively, it's not, it's hard to describe, right? When you invest into a stock and you reap some rewards, you right. actually passively earn money but you don't because you haven't you know cashed out right so that's what we call unrealized gains or what the democrats call it yeah uh you already get taxed once you sell your stock right if you make a profit that's called a capital gains tax and the highest percentage you could go right now is 28 percent uh most people don't pay 28 percent because you have to do it with uh, very specific uh, stocks most people pay at most 21 percent okay and um the democrats are trying to pass a bill where Every, uh, you know, your unrealized gains can't be taxed, which is stupid, right? They relate it to the house. Um, but the difference with the house, right, is you're actively paying a mortgage. You're actively, you know, paying maintenance and you you could obviously refinance it whenever you would like. Right. You could do all these things to a house. But with stocks, if you literally don't touch it, you gain nothing. Right. Besides the, the future prospect of hopefully cashing out and making a profit. Which, of course, is assuming that the stock doesn't ever crash. Right. So the people that are holding the, the, the stocks hold the, the most risk, but they also gain the most reward. Right. That's how, that's how that works. That, that's why but, the stock market exists at all. Right. And Democrats want to tax unrealized gains. And Elon Musk is like, that's bad. All right. That, that, why would you do that? He's right. earning all of his money just essentially in Tesla stock. I mean, I mean that's, that, that's kind of like a no-brainer, right? Like, right. what is the point of taxing money that for all intents and purposes, doesn't exist yet. Exactly. Uh, so Elon Musk was like, you know what? I'm going to make a Twitter poll. And um, if this Twitter poll gets a majority of votes, I will sell 10% of my Tesla stock and pay capital gains on it. And the Twitter poll got 57.9% majority. So he has to sell 10% of his Tesla stock. And just today, which today is uh, November 10th, mm-hmm. he sold... 1.1 billion dollars worth of tesla stock it's like less than a million uh tesla shares yeah um and uh yeah he's holding up to his promise that's pretty much it yeah yeah i know uh very very based i mean yeah. not very uh, based that he supports taxation it is theft but i mean you know very very based that uh you know he is sticking to his moral principles whatever whatever hey can we get back to how he disagrees <laughs> with me yeah yeah go for it Ugh, I can't believe it. Shouldn't he understand that it is best interest that, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just too dead. I can, I, know. Only, I can only gig up for so long. People are speculating that he sold this many taxes or sold, excuse me, <laughs> sold this many stock just because Democrats are actually pushing through this uh, unrealized gain uh, taxation. So if he uh, could pay capital gains early, he could sort of write it off and avoid that. Uh, that train. So yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of theories on why he's selling it. Actually, yeah. you know what? Exactly. You know what? I I think I think that Elon Musk is good. Let's talk about <laughs> Wait, vaccines. One thing, Shut the one fuck. thing. 
No, no, this is important. All right. So mm -hmm. Elon Musk has 190 million shares of Tesla stock, right? Yes. But he could also buy at any time 70. Okay, let's talk about vaccines mm. in the NFL. Okay. Are so, uh, uh, wait. Yeah, yeah. You, you take the topic. I got this, guys. I got this. All right. Guess what? So in the NFL this past week, a very famous quarterback by, by the name of Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, has contracted COVID. <gasps> but guess what? He has been exposed for falsely, uh, like. Like getting, he he basically said he was vaccinated, but he actually wasn't, and <gasps> oh he my got God, so much shit no. for it. Crazy, that's yeah. crazy. And he goes on this interview, uh, interviewed by Pat McAfee, an old NFL punter who's changing the game for podcasters out there. He's actually my inspiration. I love you, Pat McAfee. You keep doing your thing. Anyways, he goes in this interview and he explains why he didn't get the vaccine. A, because he's allergic to one of the ingredients. B, because there might be some fertile, you know, dysfunctions uh, that's uh, that the vaccine may have for the future. Then again, this is very new, so we don't really know, right? Mm -hmm. But then he goes on to say in this one clip, and I'll let you guys watch it. It's, at, it's in the link I put. It starts at 38.55, ends at 39.21. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just watch it, and then we'll go back on Okay, okay, so, um, I've watched it, and I, I genuinely think, uh, that, uh, something should be done. Something should seriously done, be done. With? Ooh. With this man. I want something <laughs> done to him regarding the continuation of his life. Uh, considering that, that he is in fact a centrist and that is not okay I don't think essentially just basically just says fuck politics I think that's so, respectful so, he is, so he's apolitical that's worse <laughs> to be honest child this is how I kind of look at it um, obviously he holds some type of political belief mm. can't really get away with that well he but, literally just said fuck politics but okay yeah but that's a political belief correct well it's it's a political belief about not having a political belief it's meta politics meta like facebook anyways meta um, meta funny uh anyways uh i i do think that it is admirable and respectable as sunny said honestly because... I, I i agree i'm i'm just i'm just playing look yeah. you know what if you don't want to be interested in politics honestly more power to you i wish i could leave twitter i wish <laughs> I wish uh, that someday wished. I will be free from the prison of Twitter hot takes, but I can't, and that's just how it is. Uh, if you can be free from the prison of Twitter hot takes, I definitely recommend it. If you wish not to be political, uh, go ahead. If I catch you being political but lying about it, that's bad. Don't do that. Either be political or don't, but don't lie about it. That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I mean that's I feel like if if you're not mm -hmm. gonna vaccinate yourself, but you don't really have an opinion on vaccines, and you just don't want it for yourself. I don't know. It's kind of political, but if you don't want to make it a political thing, I totally get it. You know, more power to you. I mean, there's more to the vaccine than just politics, is also you know, uh, oh, religious. But, you know, there's there's multiple yeah. variables. Well, I mean, yes, but almost all of those variables are in some way 
related to politics. Because, I mean, okay, religious squabbles are definitely, uh, like, directly related to uh, political squabbles. Because, uh, essentially, they deal with a lot of the same problems. The church as a community is just as um, ripe for chaos as the political community. So, I mean, you know. What about health factors? Health can't, factors? You can't take that you, into... Are you, are you talking about... You're talking about Big Pharma? You're talking about, like, uh, the controversies uh, regarding what people do with their own bodies? Yeah, that's all political. No, I'm talking about, like, if they're allergic to any ingredients in the vaccine. That kind of health problem. <laughs> that's not political. Well... At all. Okay, I, mean, I don't know, man. You know that some, like, radical lefty is gonna make having allergies political. You know, radical lefty, be in our comments, please. Please, please, we want hate mail. We will I gladly make a read short it. Video we will gladly read it, the and comments. we will probably dox you. We hope. No, <laughs> no. Damn we're it. not. We're not. We're not Antifa. I need Ciao. a. I need a two out of three majority from these losers to dox you. Let me dox no, you. No, you need a three out of three. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, no, you need a three out of three in order for me to dox anyone who watches their videos. Also, by the way, subscribe. We're almost at 20 subscribers. Exactly. Oh my God, we're so, we're so influential. We're almost at 20. We're almost at 20. By the way, this I'm wasn't even the end it. of the fucking whole drama between this guy. He got What's fined. What's sisters? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, there's more? There's more. He got fined three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> why? I mean, well, that's probably like a slap on the wrist for that guy, right? Wait, no, but why? For um, falsely saying he got vaccinated, or like, like uh, not obeying the COVID guidelines. So basically, because he got COVID, he got he gets fined. He is worth one hundred twenty million dollars. So you know, N bro, that doesn't it's, matter. It's more it's more symbolic than anything for the left. No, but like three hundred fifty thousand is still a lot of money. Yes, yeah, it's true. not as much money to him because he has a lot of it, but it's still a lot. And I mean, even even if this was like three hundred fifty thousand off the back of someone like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or whatever, it wouldn't matter. It's still three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Is I mean, would you like if someone took thirty bucks out of your wallet? Are you? I mean, Kaika. Let me say that. Would you like if someone took? $30 from your wallet, Kaika? No, I'm just saying it's more... What I'm saying is it's more symbolic than anything. I suppose. I guess. Bro, but still. honestly, I don't I don't really like, it, like this whole, like, economies of scale BS. $350,000 is $350,000. And it doesn't really matter who it's coming from. Obviously, it's gonna impact him less. But that's not really relevant. The important True. part is they've, they've took... Uh, somewhere like a third of a million from, you know, him because what he got Good COVID night. and didn't get vaccinated. That is a uh, fucking terrible, and that's uh, really not looking great for the state of the country and the world. But I mean, we already knew we lived in clown world from the first yeah. topic, so yeah. You know. Which speaking well, of YouTube, speaking is clown of retardation, world. oh. What? Oh. YouTube is clown world because they they disabled likes. Okay, okay, okay. Hold it. on. I, I, I need no, they didn't disable to... likes. What? Okay, hold on. I need dislikes. it's it's dislikes. Okay. Also, I need to preface this topic by saying, uh, really quickly, that yes, this isn't strictly political. 
there, there is a political bent to it, and we'll definitely talk about that in this topic. But this is more of just a general topic that I feel like people who watch uh, political YouTube would be interested in because it affects general YouTube. So, uh, I'll start us off by saying uh, this is going to be a gradual change, but it starts, I believe, the day we're recording this, which is November 10th. YouTube, who, which has been low-key teasing this for a little while, actually. Naughty, naughty, teasing me, teasing me. Is going to start phasing out the dislike feature. The reasons are plenty, but the big one is, uh, as has been stated in previous interviews, I believe in 2018 and 2019, that uh, YouTube is genuinely afraid of the dislike mob. Which, of course, doesn't exist, but it's very uh, believable if you're the one getting uh, dislike spammed. So essentially, uh, the the theory goes that um, you have a bunch of people who come into your video and like spam dislike, and it will hurt it in the algorithm, because uh, there's a bunch of dislikes on it, and it'll hurt the ratings, and people will think it's a bad video, even though it was just a dislike mob and you couldn't control it. There's a lot of problems with this. But the main one is that the dislike mob usually doesn't exist. What it really is, is a lot of viewers who see a video that they don't like, and they press the dis dislike button. It's not a bunch of uh, evil trolls, because trolls aren't that coordinated. If you've seen most projects on 4chan, with the exception of like... I don't know, that thing with uh, pools closed, or like... Uh, he will not divide us, that, that trolling thing, and a couple others. But most uh, trolling campaigns that start on these kind of websites like 4chan or whatever, by just like absolute, uh, like, you know, cynical people who don't really have anything else going on in their lives, they exist, but they don't usually get off the ground. And they're not going to be the reason why you got a bunch of dislikes in your latest video. You got a bunch of dislikes because either it was very controversial or. You just made a lot of people mad, and that is nobody's fault but your own. I I think it's uh, very telling that the kind of people who um, can't handle uh, dislikes on their videos just so happen to also be the kind of people who uh, support ideologies that want to censor people from saying things that they don't agree with. That's right. Uh... Well, obviously, you know that YouTube is woke as shit, but more importantly, it's the people who were originally advocating for this problem. Um, I believe it was... Oh, who was it again? Oh, right. Uh, you might have heard of her. Anita Sarkeesian, who originally, in 2016, brought up the concept of the dislike mob to YouTube's attention when a bunch of uh, anti-feminist or just generally centrist people were against her message of radical feminism in 2016 before it became mainstream. And she called it a dislike mob. And in reality, it was just people pushing back against her radical narrative. But now, uh, YouTube themselves are considering the dislike mob to be a legitimate force of evil to crush your YouTube dreams. And the fact of the matter is, it's just... It just doesn't exist. I mean, there are uh, isolated cases where a large group of people, you could call a mob, 
go out of their way to dislike a video for the only purpose of everyone else is doing it. But do you know who that happens to? It happens to YouTube. Like, themselves. And pretty much nobody else. If you look at the uh, top list of uh, most disliked videos on all of YouTube, the number one result is the YouTube 2018 Rewind. And the reason yeah. why it's that high is because everybody fucking hated it. And so they told their friends... Oh, oh, it was terrible. It was pandering. It was, uh, it was fake. It was empty. And worst of all, it didn't actually show a compilation of what YouTube had to offer from both 2018 and the years prior. It was basically a YouTube advertisement, and everybody knew it. They spread the message to their friends, and that's why it got dislike-bombed. Yes, it was, I guess you could say, a mob, but it was really more of a pushback. A pushback from the actual community to say, this isn't what we are. So, right, going back to the whole idea of the dislike mob. I mean, on the surface, it's just uh, um, a layout change that YouTube is known to do. That they are known to change their platform to identify more closely with their goals. But on another hand, it's just another way to silence individual people. Because the thing is, companies don't need dislike bars. In fact, they are only hurt by them. The, uh, the number of likes and being ratioed is the next thing that will go for sites like Twitter and now YouTube because dislikes are essentially useless. Um, we will end up in a future where being able to show open dissent for content that you just do not like will become much harder or impossible. And that's not a future I think most people watching this video or most people with their head on straight really want. Yeah. Is there anything else that you guys want to add to that? No. That's where it ends. Okay. No, no, no. we out. Wait. Well, we no, no, one more that's topic. where that topic ends, but we have some other things to talk about. That was like a nice big speech. I might need to put it in, uh, like, the NFC shit before that. <laughs> now nah, we gotta put the this last. We gotta put this last, Kaika. Okay, okay. Fine. All right. So, next thing, let's talk about NFTs. Uh, first of all, what do you two know about NFTs? Well, I know Austin owns an almond. That's sad. Well, it is a. Uh... A digital image that it's one of a kind. Not an image. They, isn't it not an image? It's not. It's not inherently it can an, be image. an image. Uh, it's you. It's not that you own the image. You own. Okay, I'm. I'll explain for the audience. An NFT or non fungible token. It's been around for a little while, but it's mostly popping off because of the left's um, adamant hate for it. An NFT is essentially a token that is mined like a coin for cryptocurrency and is distributed to people for high prices that state with proof, well, quote unquote proof, that you own a certain piece of media. It can be an image, it most often is, but it can also be something like a tile of land 
in a fake virtual world that you will never get to see or experience. I'm looking at you, Earth 2. Or maybe that's a crypto scheme. I don't know. But anyways, NFTs are basically the new fad right now. And everyone's getting really mad about it. But the important part is uh, that most people don't really understand what they even are. No, they're not just images but money. The NFTs are essentially just uh, tags of ownership. They're price tags that you put on images to say, hey, I own this, and if you want it from me, you have to buy this tag from me. That's all they are. And the, the uh, claims that they are destroying the environment are essentially, they're wasting power. So, yes, you do have to mine uh, the coin the token, the, that, you know, uh, sort of, uh, declares ownership that does require processing power and therefore real actual like grid power. But first of all, power use is not all, uh, carbon intensive. Thanks to the efforts of, uh, you know, uh, leftists, but also just you know, technology progressing in general, not all power is used by burning fossil fuels or coal. Some of it is generated from solar and wind turbines. And that percentage of the power that is going into making NFTs a, a reality is not uh, at the cost of the planet. It is only at the cost of the sun or the air, which are both replenishable and aren't going to be diminished in quality from being used to print that you own a reskinned picture of Donkey Kong or whatever, right? Whatever you want to use your NFTs for, whatever uh, images or products or digital things that you want to put your token on, right? When it comes to this new market, it's, I don't know. I feel like, like a lot of people have this idea that it's like every time you mine an NFT, uh, you're like basically like killing the planet slowly, like single handedly. But the truth is it's not using more significantly. It's not using significantly more, uh, processing power and therefore real power than playing a high intensity video game or, uh, um, uh, compressing into uh, a video uh, in a video editor software or anything else that requires a large amount of uh, uh, computing and RAM and power to process on a computer. NFTs are not worse. They're just the same. So essentially the, the complaint is NFTs are bad because I don't understand them and I don't like that they exist, and they're a waste of power, and therefore, if you use NFTs, you're killing the planet. And that's a stupid argument. Uh, so that's that's essentially an introdu introduction to the hate on NFTs. Um, uh. Yeah, so, uh, but do you guys know anything about uh, what's going on with the discourse other than that? Uh, I know a lot of, there's a lot of NFT scams going around. Oh yeah, there's plenty of scams because essentially, um, 
you know, you can just you can just lie about ownership and you can make a false token or a token that isn't really acknowledged by anyone or just shut it down once you've already given away all your tokens and made your money. I don't know, there's plenty of scams just like for crypto, but I still think that it should be given a chance that it's the one chance we have other than like gold or whatever to fight back against fiat currency, which Biden is currently uh, tanking. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of crypto scams, unfortunately. Yeah, but I, again, I still think that it's worth it. But more importantly, I'd say, is um, uh, what the the discourse about commissions, uh, and I'm specifically talking about uh, art commissions from independent freelance artists on the internet. I personally believe that if you buy an NFT, you are a sucker. I know I've just been like like saying that NFTs are uh, good, actually, or at least not bad. But I genuinely believe that if you buy an NFT, you um, have a lot of money. And that money should be going towards something much better. Uh, and one of those things that it be, could be going to is an artist commissions. Um, essentially, you can pay someone to draw uh, whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want within their limits, uh, within their talent and within their um, capability and within their willingness, they will, they, they uh, as, uh, you know, freelance artists on the internet, they will draw you whatever you want. Uh, and it will probably be much cheaper than buying the token of an NFT. You won't get the same uh, ownership status, but to be completely honest, nobody really cares. Nobody's going to respect... Uh, your NFT ownership because, fun fact, if you're on Google, they can look at the image that you have, that you bought, you know, as an NFT, and they can just right-click and save as image. And your ownership has essentially meant nothing. I I'm not saying it's bad, and I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. What I am saying is that it's kind of stupid. And if you buy them, you are also kind of stupid. And you should just get commissions instead. They're just better. They support more artists. You probably get a lot more creative freedom. They're cheaper. And, well, yeah, they're not going to use as much processing power to create. So, yeah, it is technically more eco-friendly if by only the smallest margin. So, you know, that that's what that's my take on uh, NFTs. Um, good and bad. Yeah. Kind of like right. everything in life. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, there's people who are like, NFTs are the devil, and there's NFTs are the future, and they're both kind of dumb. <laughs> yes. Alright. Alright, so, uh, I believe that's it for uh, wait. this episode. Wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. There's one more thing. There's one more thing? A release of a new channel? Wait, oh, what? What? So, me and Kaika and a few other friends. Really? Really? You took this opportunity to advertise your Destiny 2 gaming channel. <sighs> okay. Make it quick. 
watching. This has been Sons of Liberty. I have been Sonny Hawkeye. <laughs> I'm here with my co-hosts, Kaika and King Chow. And Yo. we're signing out. Out. You, you didn't make your announcement. I server muted you for a joke. Do it now. Go. Squad, go subscribe. I'll put it on screen now. Bye. Dang it. Had right, such a uh, good thing. Okay, everyone, do your outro. We, we just did it. Wait Stop. no, no, but but I was gonna say season two might be coming up. Maybe whatever. Oh, never mind. Whatever. Right, go done. For it. Done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That was that was the outro. Whoa. Go subscribe to the squad. Uh yeah. <laughs> so awesome. uh, Sunny, start the outro. <laughs> oh. Hey. All right. See you guys. We're signing out. This has been Sunny Hawkeye. Go subscribe to the awesome squad channel. It's cool. Destiny two content with me, Kaika, and a couple other friends. Uh, you might see King Chow there. You never know. Maybe. 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 All right then. See ya. Peace. Wait. Season two. No, but no, but then Kaika was gonna say something, and I was gonna say something, and then I'll be like, yeah, yeah. That we're done. Watch out for King Chow season two. He, he's definitely gonna be consistent. He's definitely yep, gonna be posting yep. every day. I'm, I'm, I'm uploading. Yep, yep. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for watching. Uh, go check out Autism Squad if you like Destiny two and also Andorisms and uh. Go check out my channel if you like shitty memes from four plus years ago. I um might post. We'll see. Uh, I I don't know. I have servers to make. I have a pretty booked schedule. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Thank you for watching. Uh, I don't know how to end videos. Bye. You worry about leaving a better planet for our kids? How about leaving better kids for our planet? Entire generation offended at everything, getting mad that a human thinks all lives matter. We don't need black or white or left or right. What we need is common sense. We need balance. We're all in the same boat. Why are you trying to make holes? If they sink, we sink. This is madness.